We're rolling. Timer starts now. Mark. Hi, I'm Ford. And I'm Sky. And these are not our real names. These are our superhero names, and with our powers combined, we formed the writing partnership L. Skyford. Welcome to Booklandia. You've joined us today for a mini-sode, where we will geek out about literary topics like plot and character tropes, and maybe some book news. But before we get much further, did you know you can watch our faces do this episode by subscribing to us on Twitch at lskyford or YouTube at l.skyford? You should do it. We give good face. And sometimes there's a dog bomb at Ford's house. This is true. For our other socials, you can follow us on Twitter at skyfordl, on Instagram at l.skyford, and if you're interested in our book, blog, or even more book reviews, head over to our website, lskyford.com. Lastly, this and every episode are chock full of oversharing and spoilers, and every episode is rated E for explicit. You have been warned. Hi. Hi. Um, welcome to this Another mini-sode time. Mini-sode. Welcome to the mini-sode. Okay, so today we're talking about Second Chances, which yeah. is a recently more common trope than before i feel like scorned lovers mm-hmm. coming back together because the original scorning that is totally a word uh is a misunderstanding you're making a face like scorning is hard pass not a word it is probably actually a word nobody uses scorning <laughs> copy that all right well whatever whatever the uh, young ones say all right so second chances <laughs> uh is when a relationship on the rocks is being rekindled or when a, a couple that has re- previously broken up is coming back together why do you think that second chance romances work i think it's uh as much as you're gonna hate this a slice of life i think this happens a lot out in the real world where Folks get back together. They get back together. They work through their shit. They go to therapy. No, I think you're absolutely right. It's just so common. I think, yeah. I think this gives hope to people who've like recently broken up or for Mm -hmm. people who are on the rocks and are wondering if it's worth it to work on their relationship. This is a great guidebook for like, see if you, if you try, if you approach it differently, if you have conversations about things that maybe you've not conversed about before there are really positive outcomes. So follow them and find your bliss. Or counter to that, it can also be hella toxic because you're continually going back to somebody who didn't treat you right in the first place. I absolutely agree. I think that is- I'm sorry, the character keeps going back to- (laughs) Yes, yes. Uh, Though also guilty of that IRL, but- Same. I think, yeah, I think all of us are, right? Or or people, like, we, people are prone to giving other people second chances and giving them the benefit of the doubt. And this is the literary version of the benefit of the doubt. And I do like that that exists because you're absolutely right. In life, we do that. I do think that it is flawed in that it can perpetuate a toxic situation and excuse its behavior Mm -hmm. by, like, circumstantial, superficial things. And that I do not recommend. Yeah, this irks me. This trope irks me in the same way that enemies to lovers irks me in that no one's trusting their gut. You broke up for a reason. Trust your gut. There's a reason why the idiom is never go back. Never go back for a reason. So I I believe in the never go backing. Sorry, this is just me. I've had bad bad experiences when I've gone back and I'm like, I'm an idiot. Why didn't I listen to myself? No, that's, those are also valid stories. I think this trope tries to encourage people to give it a second thought. 
before cutting mm-hmm. all ties in those instances where maybe personal growth, maybe they are meant to grow together sure. and not grow apart. And they just weren't paying attention to that. But I also absolutely agree that you mm-hmm. really have to be this is where I will say you really have to be honest with yourself. And so in that trust your gut, right? So if being mm-hmm. honest with yourself means I'm interested in putting in the work and I'm interested to giving it more of my energy, then do. But if your gut is like no more energy, totally donezo, then <laughs> run, don't walk away. Yeah. This yeah. Uh, relationship advice is brought to you by <laughs> sometimes a hot mess. <laughs> Uh, bless you. I appreciate your <laughs> advice. All right. So let's talk about books that do this. Absolutely. So yeah, <laughs> I want to talk about this first book mm-hmm. on the list that you put into our script. And I'm just going to read what it says so that everyone sure. in the world can enjoy <laughs> this thing that I read and laughed very hard. Uh-huh. And what it says is... Should I preface this? No, no. So this okay. says... Okay. That Nicholas Sparks movie with Ryan Gosling, that was also a book. <laughs> By the way, Look, sometimes the book's name is... I can't remember names. The Notebook. <laughs> I can't remember names sometimes. Be proud I remember Nicholas Sparks and Ryan Gosling. It was excellent. Like... Excellent, uh, excellent uh, clue giving. <laughs> you gave good clue. Thank you. <laughs> I give good clues. I feel like my spouse will be like, this is the thing my mother does all the time. What's that show with that blonde guy? <laughs> so the notebook is the answer to the that. The notebook. I actually had forgotten that it's a second chances because so much of it was focused on the end of the story. For me, like I really mm-hmm. connected with her losing her memory and Alzheimer's and that part of it. So I completely forgot that she was married to another guy for like a bit and then he comes back. Yeah. And is like, take me back. Well, like they hook up and then he leaves and then she marries somebody else and then they hook up again. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely forgot that part. Well, you're welcome. The Notebook, Second Chance Romance. There you go. I was trying to remember a book before we started recording, and I still can't remember the name of the book, but I remember that I read another Second Chance. Look, I read a book, you guys. Well done, you. Well done, you. You're welcome. Tell me about more Second Chance Romances, because I don't like it, so I don't read it. Okay, so this one is a very legitimate conversation about couples counseling and about the patterns we fall into when we're in a relationship and how we stop seeing the other person in the room. We just live this. We, by the way, is very like grand grand statement. We, I, I'm not applying this to my personal relationships, but we, the people have a tendency to start ignoring the other person in the room and their needs and escalated over time it it sort of does a thing yes we the people in order to form a more perfect union should go to go couples to couples counseling, counseling. yes <laughs> yeah yeah okay um, so the name of the book is love her or lose her by tessa bailey and i really liked a lot of the commentary that that book makes on trying mm. so the couple in that book are high school sweethearts and they've been married for 10 years and they have their sexual relationship has continued and stayed relatively present, not necessarily healthy, but present. And so they 
counted that as the success of their relationship without actually discussing with each other how they grow as people, how they see each other as people as they become adults. And so in this instance, it was a matter of them sitting down and using their words and communicating openly in a way that they didn't necessarily have to as high schoolers because they didn't have big dreams that needed massive amounts of communication when they were high schoolers. I do have some concerns with the end of that book, but it fulfills the second chances bit. If you want to find out what my boo with the end of that book is, come at me separately, I will explain. But (laughs) it is a second chances. And I do think that it does that very successfully. Great. Another one that we actually did an episode on is Anchored Hearts by mm-hmm. Priscilla Oliveras. It is I read this one. <laughs> okay, so then you can you can do this one. Oh, crap. Not emotionally prepared for this. Okay. Yeah, so, I can do it. <laughs> no, no, I I I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Watch me crash and burn. High school like childhood friends. He want he want they want to run to, away together, but she doesn't want to leave. He ends up leaving without her. He gets a really good internship. Yeah, he's a photographer. Thank you. Thank you for the clues. And so he travels the world being a photographer. He gets into an accident, has to come home to recuperate. And she's finally gotten over him and built this whole life. Uh, She's put down roots in her hometown and he's back again. And he and they they eventually come together and it's a happy ending because it's a romance. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Set in the Florida Keys. It's a series set part of a series. So, yes. And yeah, so it's another one where the reasons why they broke up is because they did not communicate properly. And now that they're older Mm -hmm. and they have the patience of years, and I mean that literally to, to sit down and actually talk to each other, when they say out loud the bits that tore them apart, those bits seem insignificant by comparison to the connection they feel. Like, I feel like that's a really, really healthy thing to think about as well. Are you now Mm -hmm. in a place where you can articulate your needs better than you could when when you first started? Another one that I, one of the books that I've read this summer is Beth O'Leary's Road Trip. And that is uh, another one where they break up They don't see each other for a very long time. And then they are thrown together into the same car through a series of unfortunate events to travel to a friend's wedding. And as they drive to this friend's wedding, we get to find out why they broke up and what their relationship was like before they broke up and all of the glimpses of why they might still be in love with each other. And in that one... There's so much to unpack for both of them emotionally, and they do it in a singular conversation in the dark, in the bathtub with their friends and family also in the bathtub with them. It's a really cool scene, but I felt like I needed so many more scenes of like, wait, what's happening there's so what uh, the reason they break up is because she's accused of cheating and instead of listening to her, he believes the accuser and mm. they break up and he walks away without talking to her. And the number of red flags I have yeah. about that is a lot. And then, yeah. and so there's 
a lot of victim blaming and a lot of putting it in her basket that she should have explained herself better when she was the one being assaulted. Like, it's a whole thing. And then he's like, yeah, I was dumb. I should have listened to you. And I was like, no, you do not get off the hook that easily in my book. But I guess she yeah. she's more committed to him than I was. <laughs> because like, nope, buddy. Yeah. Nah, there was no groveling. <laughs> there was no kissing of feet. I'm not not ready. Yeah, that did. It has made me think about a book we've talked about previously, which is Bridget Jones's diary. And in the series, she goes back to Daniel Cleaver. And that's a very unhealthy relationship. Like most of these, they're like, let's come back and be better people. But that one is definitely one that says the opposite to me. Would you agree? Yeah, I mean, he is the bad habit she falls on whenever Mm -hmm. she can't Mm -hmm. pick herself back up fully and yeah i mean hugh grant is a bad habit to have (laughs) i am i am guilty of watching many hugh grant (laughs) movies so i would have to agree Mm -hmm. yes but yeah i mean he serves as the reminder as to why she shouldn't give old flames new chances and why she sure. should move forward when she's scared, right? So Daniel is the person she goes to when she's scared of new things. And then she visits with him and remembers his emotional unavailability and then is propelled to better things every time, essentially. Yeah. So it's almost like this trope is asking or expecting the characters to be better. Yes, yes. It is saying you yeah. were fools. Now, mm-hmm. can you be smarter fools? Yeah, go forth, do better. Yes, that's exactly it. I don't know if you've changed my mind on it, but that's a good way to look at it. Uh, that, that's okay. I uh, Yeah, I, I don't know that it's necessarily <laughs> my favorite either. But I do, I do enjoy the exploration and the conversation about have we just not talked? Mm-hmm. Have we not sat down and just filled in the gaps that that feel like they're not holding the wall together to to make a wall metaphor very poorly? (laughs) We're not here for construction metaphors. (laughs) No construction metaphors for us at all. And on that note, give us a second chance. So are you, dear audience human, going to pick up this book now that you've heard our review? Let us know in the comments. Have a suggestion for another review? Slide on into our DMs. If you like this adventure in books or updates on our upcoming projects, please follow, like, save, subscribe, rate, review us on Instagram at l.skyford, on Twitch at lskyford, and on Twitter at skyfordl. Phew, I'm Sky. And I'm Ford. And that's it for this mini-sode. We will see you next time on Booklandia, where every book is a whole world to explore.